And, and, and the, the point of it is to bring people downtown mm-hmm. because no offense to the businesses that are located anywhere else in town. I, I love all of our businesses equally, but big box retail is not coming back ever. I don't think because of Amazon and Walmart and, um, you know, and, and I think we just have to embrace that. And so uh, why not? pack all, you know, pack downtown with little shops and restaurants. And so people can come out and hang out on a Thursday night in the summertime. Welcome everyone. This is Mike and Tammy back for another round of Flyover Logic. I'm Mike, a former teacher turned business owner, lifelong conservative, and a bit of a political hot dish. And I'm Tammy, a sociology instructor whose studies and life experience has firmly planted me in the liberal camp. Each episode, we'll give you a brief take on what's got us thinking, what the heck? We'll take a deeper dive into one big topic, and we'll end with sharing something happy, leaving you all with some Minnesota nice. Sometimes you need a bird's eye view to make sense of the world, and sometimes you need to land the plane and take a look around. We hope to do both and help each other learn something along the way. Ready. Ah, it's too slow. <laughs> you were what? I was born ready. I think you weren't. I think I was. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. How you doing, Mike? All right. Mike, I have a question for you. Tammy, I have an answer for you. I promise to answer this question. Your hockey rink, Mike, yeah. mm-hmm. has it been a little lonely this year? What do you mean? Like, it just seems like it's a little more lonely. Like last year, it maybe got played with more. Um, I think freaking windy and cold. No, I think that that is correct. One, it's been really so since Christmas has been freaking cold. Yeah. And windy. Yeah. Um, and two, like last year we were in lockdown most of the time, and so right. like it got used, and the kids were not in school. Yep. And so it got used all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it still gets used fairly frequently. Okay. But even like our friends who like came out, like clockwork on weekends, uh, with their kids, like. They've missed a bunch of them because it's negative 42 yeah. wind chill or whatever. So my husband it has been not as... Not as used. Not no. used as often. But we're we're moving into the last month where it gets used a lot. Okay. Because it should as we move nicer. to March, like we're, like we're almost to March and then it won't be able to be used for... I mean, yeah. 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 But the temperatures get better. Also, this last time around, we didn't need to talk about the science of of backyard rinks but like we had a swing where it got really warm Mm -hmm. and then it like rained and snowed and so it's not good for ice no it's not good at all no um but my kids were on it last weekend so mostly it's been contained to weekends yeah so it's less of the daily skating right mostly weekends okay yeah um my husband bought a new hockey stick nice specifically to come over and play and we haven't done that yet yeah. Well, and, there was a thing was where like, I threw my back out. Do you think they're out? just not using it? Because it's, no. I was like, honey, it's been really cold. You, I was whining because like I haven't gotten to use my hot tub that much since Christmas. Sure. Because, because it's, it's too dang cold. freaking windy and cold. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I thought the same thing about my hockey stick. And I was like, uh, <laughs> not yeah, the, the same, same thing. but it's the okay. Same thing. <laughs> That's exactly the same. Yeah. So anyway, we'll have you. Well, it looks we'll try pretty. To have you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We'll have to have you over. Mm, All right. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, what the heck, Tammy? What the heck? What the heck? <laughs> okay. There's been a lot. I mean, there's always lots of what the hecks, but 
It's been so kind of many. been interesting. And but you limited it to two this time, so I'm thinking we're making progress. Either well, that or you're continuing to put your head in the sand. Well no, I I found two stories that were like ridiculous, what the heck? Not like nothing political, whatever. Yep. But then I did feel a little bit bad um that we aren't saying something about Justin Trudeau invoking the Emergencies Act. Like Sure. I feel like that's newsworthy, and I don't really know where to put that. No, it's not we, really a blip. We could in have a, been doing. We could do the. There's the, so many of those the freedom convoys. Yes. We could do Ukraine. We could do yes. the new tax stuff that yeah. with with Trump. Which, to be completely honest, nobody, unless you're a tax person, really is follow. <laughs> like they, you can't follow no. what's going on there. So there's that. But going hilarious. On. Like also, um, if you. <laughs> are going to get rid of documents in a building that has like 20 some fireplaces. Why are you flushing them down the toilet? I always wonder. So <laughs> do you, do you remember that? Uh, truth. Uh, but do you funny. remember that one? Uh, there was a, a West Wing episode where they try to start a fire in one of the fireplaces and like, it, like it's just fake, <laughs> right? Like they're all closed <laughs> off. And I wonder about that. Like how many of them are operable? Sure. Yeah. And if you think about it, I mean, I'm pro fireplace, real wood burning fireplace. Yeah. I have one. We yeah. use it a lot. Um, I think it'd be, it's adorable to think of like the White House, like snuggling by the fire in the White House. I do think that it's probably okay that we don't have a way to burn documents like so conveniently <laughs> yeah. in the White House. Like that, like yes. that's probably all right. Yeah. So but, any, anyway, there anyway, have been so, so many, many like pretty big stories that yeah. we're not covering this week. Anyway. But instead, we're going to cover what? Instead. Well, you have Freeman Convoys. No, wait, that was last What week. the heck? So, yeah. a priest in Arizona. Yes, you stole you? this. I saved oh, it, but you stole it from me. Sorry. Oh, you beat me to the So, he's document. in some hot water. Um, it was revealed that he had performed thousands of invalid baptisms, like, over a 20-year period. He's been at several different parishes. All of his baptisms are now deemed to be invalid. By... The Catholic Church. Apparently. So what makes a baptism valid? Well, according to the Catholic Church, if you change even one word from the script that has been pre-approved, it means that the baby is not actually being welcomed into the church family. So the priest said, (sighs) we baptize you. And the script is, I baptize you. Other way around. No. Yeah. Because only Christ can baptize. It's only one. It's not a we. It's not Mm. it's not a plurality there. Only only Christ can baptize and the priest is representative. Of Christ, apparently. Hey, Catholics, come at us. Come at us. So this makes, you can click on my link. I'm going to click on your link because I think you have it backwards. This makes all baptisms that he has performed invalid, which, listen, listen, no, this gets weirder. It gets weirder. None, like, basically it never happened. If you weren't properly baptized, none of the other sacraments that you've been through were valid either, like your first communion, all that kind of stuff. There's even some question as to whether these marriages would be considered valid. Like, if you're not technically a member of the Catholic Church through baptism, can your marriage really be counted? There's a question for real. Um, you're looking at me like, mm, no, I, people... I read it. I read it backwards. Okay. So I am right. Yeah. I am right. You okay. are right. People who have gone on to become priests and later found out that their baptism was incorrect. They had to go back through every single ritual, like from their whole Catholic upbringing and be reordained. Like, I, this is blowing my mind. All due respect to the Catholic church. Like there's a lot of beautiful things about... I said all due respect. Uh, yes. This I do not understand. No. Like, and 
it's a real big deal. Apparent, like apparently, apparently, it's a real big deal. Anyway, I, I it's blowing my mind <laughs> that one one little word is meaning like you're actually not a part of our church mm. because he said a wrong word. Just one, right? Anyway, so he has stepped down from his position. Yeah, that's the part that actually really got me is that he like he had to retire, like quit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're no longer welcome here. Okay, so we are talking about religion and potentially, I guess, people's like eternal salvation and stuff like that. So it's not a joke. No, but it does sort of seem like a joke. Mm-hmm. As recently as 2020, the Vatican actually like made a comment about this thing mm-hmm. and like, nope, it has to be as is. These are the exactly words. This are the way. like, I, yeah, I just, crazy. I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it either. Anyway. So there, there are some things that are like, it's, I, I am a, pro, I am pro, pro tradition. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this seems a little bit of a stretch. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, I guess, but I'm not Catholic. Also, I'm curious, like, how does one say every baptism you've performed over the past 20 years is now thrown out? Like, do you have a video of each one? Did somebody I, look back and watch? I also want to say, like, so this guy's been around for a long time. Yeah. There are a bunch of really bad Catholics apparently yes. around because nobody was like, change it, change it. No, they just let him go no. because nobody was paying attention. Right? Because it doesn't matter. No, what? it doesn't matter. It's not like it, you're making something totally obnoxious. You know, you're not making a totally ridiculous statement. Anyway, I right. just, I have some questions. You didn't like baptize him in the name of a different like, exactly. deity. I baptize you in the name of Zeus. <laughs> no. And then, where you'd be like, all right, we should maybe. That's maybe questionable. No. He didn't say Beelzebub. No. No. Uh-uh. Nope. There's all no right. Bathsheba. I also like we. Right? That was my thought too. We is good. Like, it is good. Like sure, we are welcoming you. Like, you know, you're being baptized by, so it's a singular by Christ or whatever. But like we, we as a church, we as a unit, we as a. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, good thing we're not Catholic. Were you baby <sighs> baptized or like big baptized? I was baby baptized. Baby baptized. Mm-hmm. Do you, did you ever get baptized again? I have not. You're not no. worried about, okay. I'm not, I was baby not, baptized too. Some people are like, well, then that didn't count depending on which strain of whatever you are. And right. then some people are like, no, it, I, I'm a big, big baptizer, yep. but I don't want to get baptized again because it will wash the first one off. Oh no, I don't really think that either. No. <laughs> However, I did not have my children baptized as babies oh. and all of the grandparents <laughs> definitely thought that we were committing like a really deep wrong in not doing that. And like, we did not baptize our children either. Go dunk them yourself, grandma. Yeah, I just, right. I, I, I always say that uh, we, so we didn't baptize our children as babies. Like that's their own yeah. thing to do. Um, which is weird. Cause that we didn't come out of that tradition. No, but, uh, same, but I'm also would not be surprised if they were secretly baptized by, yeah. <laughs> by persons of, right? In, right. near our, <laughs> in our orbit. Yeah. Uh-huh. So anyway, yeah. Same. All right. Cool. Um, Okay. You got another one. I do because, come on, Mike, this is really funny. Mm -hmm. New Zealand is experiencing (laughs) some protests. (laughs) And I thought that you would really appreciate that because New Zealand is now like, it's 
a crap fest. It's awesome. Yeah. And w- it's funny to me because the police are like, there's so many complaints. We don't even know how to how to start communication because they're protesting so many different things. <laughs> like, whatever. But like, how they're how they're trying to uh, break up the protests is um, by playing really obnoxious music. So they went to the list of the world's 25 most hated songs. First, they tried um, some Barry Manilow on a loop. They wow. tried the Macarena. And then they went to the baby shark. Mm-hmm. And so these people are just like partying. It was super cute though, because like the, the authorities went to the neighborhood yeah. and like, just so you know, here's what we'd like to try. Like community involvement in wow. our plan. Right. <coughs> I, anyway. So the, they said, yeah, baby shark, that'll do it. Go for it. We'll move. Yeah. <laughs> We're not even protesting, not, but we'll move. It is not working. Uh, but I thought that is freaking hilarious. They should have had was that your... at the Capitol. Right? Right. Or like any of the other like burning the towns down <laughs> riots and stuff. If you would have just played Baby Shark, people would have stayed away. It is either going to do one of two things. It's going to either drive people away or make them happy because you, right. you either are enraged <laughs> and run or you like start going, hmm, hmm, hmm. So James Blunt um, apparently oh, James Blunt do, do, like do, do, tweeted do, do, out James like let Blunt me know if that do, do, doesn't work. So then they started playing "You're Beautiful" on a loop, and I'm like, who has a problem with that song? What song it's is so that? pretty. You're beautiful, just the way you you're are. Beautiful, you're beautiful. It's oh, true. Ugh. Yeah, I, I mean, could get that. It's not. It's not Baby Shark. My or the favorite Macarena. thing about Baby Shark. Is that you can make it into anything? Like yes. when it, I would, I would be like, pass the salt, do, 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 pass the salt, and I'm making toast. Do, 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 do. And my kids did not like that, but Love it was it. entertaining yeah. for me. <laughs> anything you want, anything, anything it fits. Take a bath. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Perfect. Anyway, yeah. so good luck with that, New Zealand. All right, what do you have? All right. Well, mine's more uh, hyper local, not hyper local. Yes. Yes, but uh, so apparently this last week. On Jeopardy, all three of the contestants whiffed on the question. I mean, it's not a question, it's a statement, right? But at about 90,000, it's the most populous U.S. city on North America's biggest lake. None of them got it right. Two of them guessed Green Bay, Wisconsin. Well, so you didn't read this part, but didn't the statement actually say Minnesota? The Minnesota city no, 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 pop- no. Oh, no, I no, thought it no. actually said Minnesota. It said, okay. At about ninety thousand okay. people, it's the most okay. populous U.S. city on a, on North America's biggest lake. Okay. 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 So we had two uh, whiffs with Green Bay, and one was Minneapolis. Mm, not WTF? Even, it's not, not on even, a lake. On a, I mean, no. it has a bunch of lakes, but like, nope. And I was no. Wow. No. Wow. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not pleased. <laughs> Green Bay. So the only thing, <laughs> freaking Wisconsin, uh, the only thing I can think of is that nobody refers to Lake Superior as the biggest lake. It is always referred to as the largest lake. For real? Yeah. You think that little yeah, that, of a so that's the only thing. I was trying to help them mm, and feel no. bad for like feel a little bit better about them, but no. no. So and they're all from the coasts and all the questions for the Midwest or whatever it is, but they all sucked it up on this and I am not having any of it. The largest lake, Lake Superior. The largest Lake Superior. <laughs> lake Superior. Green Bay was that's on Lake Michigan. <laughs> 
Oh, so anyway, that was my what the heck. This is not even not the right even. state. No, nope, right not, lake. not oh the right God. lake. That's what I mean. Like if they had maybe said Grand Marais, they'd still be stupid. Yeah. But at but least, at least they'd be, on, be on, the the right, right on the right track. Right. Wow. Or Thunder Bay. <laughs> Except that's in Canada. Yeah. But apparently these people wouldn't know that either. Oh, geez. Anyway. And oh, Minneapolis. Geez. Minneapolis. And like, Minneapolis. The, <laughs> the is it two- Fargo? <laughs> Wow. Lake Agassi. I mean, it was. A, <laughs> it, it was. It, it, it was. That's true. You could make a case. Anyway. Wow. What the heck? What the heck? Learn some Minnesota geography, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Min- that's not even Minnesota. That's well, just this, like, We're upset about it because it's Minnesota. America. Yes. The it great, is the great United Lakes. States. You should have all learned about the Great Lakes right. in your little uh, history or geography classes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Your little history. <laughs> all right. <laughs> what the heck? Before you redirect yourself. Do I really sound like that? <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> don't you go back and watch your city council sh- like shows, the movies? I, do, I don't actually. Did Is you get all the episodes saved on a DVR? Uh, they're on the YouTube. On the TV. On the YouTube. Do people have DVRs? I do. Yes. That's still a thing? I don't know. Well, I don't use it, but I have a TiVo that has a lifetime subscription, and I sell the thing because that's like worth money to people. Yeah. Yeah, so I got to get on eBay. The takes a reminder. Wow. Well, all right. So obviously, we have someone in the studio with us today. We do. We do. It is our... Is it... I was going to say our good friend, Tom Roofer, but is that accurate? It's our friend Tom Roofer. Uh, I would say good friend. Okay, I would, you would. Say good friend. Mike and I went to Clarence Shover together. Yes, and then we wow. served on the Clarence Shover parent board together. Yes. Okay. So my favorite part about this is that Tammy set this up, having no idea that we have deep history. I oh. I really didn't know. She didn't know, know, she that. Didn't know any no. of that. But. Mike and I spent our formative years together. Okay. Oh, this, our this maybe years? gives ah, me some surprising yeah. information about Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> We diverged. Yeah, okay. And then now we're back together again, oh, sort of, in a little bit. Did we? So, <laughs> did we? so Tom Roofer is um, a Fergus Falls lifetime resident. Yep. You moved away for a little bit around little college, bit. but yeah, back. Um, and is also currently on the city council. I am. And so we last week we had um, Chris... Do the last name for me. Shulky. There you go. Chris, Chris Shulky yep. came on and talked a little bit about the the 150 year anniversary yeah. of Fergus Falls. And so we had him on sort of ostensibly to talk about the history. Yeah. And then we thought we'd have somebody, you know, n- part of this <laughs> generation to talk a little bit about Fergus Falls and like Going its forward. future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's theoretically why you're here a little i'm bit. pretty sure that we're gonna meander around quite i'm waiting for the yeah. gotcha that's just that i'm just waiting for it. <laughs> there, there's no gotcha no at all so so anyway why don't you give us so introduce yourself a little bit to yeah. like give us your your shortened your truncated bio okay i'm gonna pretend that i'm speaking directly to the pod sphere that's how i have yeah. to visualize Ooh, it. the pod sphere yeah. stop looking at me then uh i <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, uh, I, I was born in Fergus Falls and I, uh, I went to Clarence over nursery school with Mike. Yes. Uh, we were very close friends and, um, I'll, mind. this is your version. I'll, I'll correct it later. Mike was actually the bully and he was like beating you up. No, I let him. Mike okay. was pretty needy, we, but we'll move on. We're going to move on right now. Tom was the cool kid. I was Ooh. pretty cool. He was. Am. Pretty is. Cool. And whiz. Just ask my kids. Um, Okay. So, uh, yeah, so I went to school here until I was about 10, and then I moved down to Northfield with my mom and went to school right. there. 
Um, and uh, that's why we weren't friends anymore. Yeah. Okay. That like, makes more texting, sense. Texting wasn't a thing. <laughs> no. So yeah, you get a pass. Okay. But, um, uh, yeah, so Northfield and, um, and then I, I went there halfway through high school. I decided I wanted to come back to Fergus cause I'd spent summer here and made a bunch of friends and, uh, it's Fergus is a fabulous place for young people to come back to. Isn't it? And, um, uh, and then I, yep, so I graduated from Fergus, and um, I did a couple years at uh, the University of North Dakota for commercial aviation, but then uh, September 11th happened, and the airline right. industry evaporated, but I am a pilot. My grandpa was a pilot. My dad is a pilot. Just nothing, like, commercial. Sure. Um, yeah, and uh, and then, you know, I moved moved home because I wasn't sure what I wanted to do, and I went, and uh, I got an electrical construction degree from uh, North Dakota State North Dakota State College of Science. Yeah, Mike. This I'm an electrician, awesome. dude. Yeah. I was wiring in the uh, Otter B Fresh trailer uh, mm-hmm. all day today. So uh, anyway, yeah. So I, I don't know. I ended up here and um, I have uh, three children and one wife. And um, and I, I in can't. In that order? Or was I, it- I stole <laughs> that line from uh, James Bonner. I don't know. He, he, he lived in Fergus for a short period of time. Really funny guy. And that's how he introduced himself at Kiwanis once. Um, yeah. And, uh, so as far as, um, oh, my dad tells me that my kids are the seventh or eighth generation of roofers in this area. They all, they all lived in, um, Western township by, uh, where Caroline Gustafson grew up. And, um, uh, so anyways, we've been here a long time. Wow. wow. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and obviously my, uh, my grandpa, you know, left a lasting legacy on Fergus Falls. And I, I think my dad's gonna too. I think he's done a lot of good stuff. They, they tell me. So no, he, um, that's uh, what his bio says. He's done a lot of good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Check his Wikipedia page. Um, uh, and I, you know, I just, um, <clears throat> It was the uh, summer of 2016, and um, a friend came to me that lived in Ward 2 and um, and said, you should run for council. And I you know, I hadn't really thought about it before, but... Um, that how, wasn't on your bucket list? No. No. Uh-uh, okay. no. I was like, I, are you kidding me? You want to put me in charge of something? <laughs> um, but uh, the... I don't without disparaging anyone um i i my friend and i felt that i had a better vision for the city than one of the other the only other candidate sure. that had filed at the time sure. there we go that's why um, you got recruited yep 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 they were looking for somebody to run and my wife and i went back and forth on it and you know it's like well how much time is this going to take you know because we got three kids and yada 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 uh and then we met uh met with um ben and tessa shire mm-hmm. uh, ben was on the council at the time and just talked to them i mean they have like what, like 60, 70 kids, something yeah, like that? Yeah, 67 um, kids, close. I think it's yeah. Close. close. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, we just asked him what it was like. And, and you know, I, what Ben said was, well, you know, you kind of, it, it takes as much time as you want. You know, if you want to, you know, do the bare minimum, you can do that. <laughs> and if you want to really get involved and engaged and, you know, you can do that too. So, you know, I I decided to do it. And um, so I uh, I put a yard sign and, front of most of the houses in my ward. And, um, yeah, I did the, I used to moderate the, uh, candidate debates for our noon Kiwanis club. Ooh. So I had a lot of experience with those. Um, and I'd done those probably three or four times by that point, maybe. So, uh, yep. So then I, I, I participated in debates with, um, 
uh, what did I have? Two people I was running against. I was running against, um, yeah, two people. And, um, uh, and I, I won and, uh, here we are. Here you are. Yeah. You've run, you've won twice now. Yeah. Yeah. So you ran again. Was it last? 2020. 20. Oh my God. I know. It's like, what year is it now? Yeah. Wow. But mm-hmm. I don't have to run again for two years, and that's awesome because campaigning is not super fun. No. It's not really my bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, so I'm on the council. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. So I have questions that are not directly related to Fergus Falls because we'll you know, reach a little bit more of a broader audience than that. But first, let's yes, talk about this. Yes, he had like- the aircraft carrier. Yeah. I did. Sorry, I, what? I, that's all I can think. Of. He had the GI Joe aircraft carrier. Yeah, we were spoiled rot. He, oh kids. yeah, he was definitely like you have. I'm glad that you said that. Sorry, we're gonna go back to the back in this the way back. Where I was going, but okay, going. all right. He was very cool, and his dad was a pilot. So he was cool he because had he had all the cool stuff. Yes. No. Did you? No. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> you grew into it. You grew into it. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. We go. Anyway, wow. let's get the aircraft carrier. Wow. I had forgotten the part where you had you had moved away, which probably would because like we were Glad we were, I, uh, we were like grade school heart. friends, and then and then we weren't, and then like I'm like I don't actually know why I couldn't remember why. What do you mean that, Tom's back? What do you mean, he was what? gone. He was gone. <laughs> I didn't even notice. Anyway, and then the wow. electrician part, like you've been been like you've done a lot of things, a lot of things. Yeah, you know, and um. You know, I'm currently, I, I'm not at Lake Region Healthcare anymore. They did some restructuring and actually eliminated my position. Um, and, and you know what? And I'm totally fine with that. You know, I think, um, I think it was a good, uh, a good chapter. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I've now started my own business, Otterby Fresh. Uh, visit otterbyfresh.com for all your <laughs> ozone sanitizing. And this episode is you're, sponsored. You're stinkifying. <gasps> yeah, maybe I can oh. sponsor you. I like it. Um, you just leave some money on the desk when you leave. <laughs> and then I've gotten um, a couple of uh, of job offers that are very intriguing, and my wife and I are kind of deciding what cool. uh, what would will work best for us. So um, that's great. Yeah, one of the uh, <laughs> one of the job offers that I got is uh, selling cars. Do you think I'd be any good at that, Mike? <laughs> I wish we had a video. Like I would just... say that I think you would make an excellent car salesman, but I don't know if you'd be good at selling cars. Interesting. Does that, does that make sense? Is that is that a something? Is that something? I think it would be perfect. You're talking about my attire, like I'd wear the the, the blazer <laughs> and the white shoes. And... You'd have tassels. It would be horrible. All right, you had real Tammy had real questions. Yes. We should okay. focus okay. on the real yep. questions. Yep. Before before we move away from this, <laughs> it's a big year for Fergus Falls specifically because of this 150th anniversary, right? Yeah. We talked about a lot of interesting things about where Fergus came from and some drama that's happened, whatever. Right now seems like a pretty exciting time in this community. Like there's businesses popping up, there's development happening. Talk to us about like where we're at, where we're going. Yeah, for sure. In nutshells, right? Like yep. <laughs> we have a we have a time frame, but like <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Well, um, I try to stay off of Facebook as much as I can. Good for you. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's, um, I'm, I'm really anti social media. You know, I only use it really to advertise for my business because everybody's on it. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I'll just say it. There's, there's the Fergus Falls News <laughs> Facebook page in Fergus Falls. Uh huh. And, um, and it's run by people that have a, a political agenda and they allow, um, 
stuff that is just not true or very misleading or t- taken out of context. So it contributes to this narrative that I always hear about of, oh, Fergus is dying. I mean, <sighs> the the rumor mill is always strong. There's the rumor that uh, Target asked the city council if they could expand, and we said no. Um, first of all, that's not how things work, and second of all, why would we have said no? <laughs> so, so on my list of questions a couple of times. <laughs> she brought Target up twice. <laughs> no, just no, continue. she's not kidding. Continue. It was on the list of questions, she's, but no. we're not going to talk about it's, it. <laughs> oh, it's it's big. I and I actually I still don't shop there. I think recently there was a thing about like Fleet Farmers closing, right? Like so, yep. rumors are that just comes up crazy. Every few years. And, yeah, and yeah. and and I mean, I, I and I said it at a few council meetings ago. I said, I said, folks, I mean, get off of social media because I mean, this there's a there's a political. Um, agenda at work, you yeah. know, with a lot of it. And, and you're not getting the straight scoop. I mean, you know, call me and ask me questions. If you hear that, uh, Walmart's going to close, call me, yeah. you know, cause chances are, I maybe have probably heard about it. I mean, <laughs> I'm actually surprisingly out of the loop, but I could, that one I could probably call in. Right <laughs> um, but don't, and Fergus is not dying. I mean, yes, our population hasn't grown a ton, but I mean, look at, the stuff that we have in Fergus Falls, I mean, you know, I, I mean, I can't even list all the great arts organizations and, um, you know, and there's things to do and there's bike trails and parks. I mean, um, you know, and we've got a couple of exciting projects uh, coming up on the 2022 ballot this fall. Um, uh, the one that I, uh, the way that we started out is every council member um, kind of picked a, like a, a project. We had a, a work session where we all picked a project that we'd be interested in spearheading. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then we kind of winnowed it down to, we winnowed it down to five and then we winnowed it down to three and then we winnowed it down to two because, um, we have to pay for them. Yeah. Right. And, um, <laughs> we have to get, what? we have to, the voters have to approve them. Um, and, and the one that I had picked was, was De Lagoon. Uh, and I'm not saying that I'm yeah, I won, you know, but it, that's just what the council decided on. And, um, and and part of that was from my experience with the youth soccer association and being out there and and seeing the the woeful lack of yes anything out there uh huh you know and then we'd go to these tournaments like we'd go to DL and then this really you know bunch of these really nice fields and these really nice concession stands and mm-hmm. it's like why can't we have this mm-hmm. there's like a thousand kids here and and everybody's eating and and staying in hotels and it's like why can't we do this so um. You know, so what we did is we took an older plan from, I think, 2014 to expand the campground and consolidated it with um, uh, adding a, like a shower house and then hookups for RVs and all mm-hmm. the power. And then we'd run water and sewer out there. And then we could have um, a concession stand by the soccer field and the new BMX track that has water and sewer um, and uh, and then run water and sewer and power over to the uh, existing concessions at softball, but we would remodel that or build a new one, or whatever. So, you know, and and with the idea of bringing people here to stay and and play in tournaments, uh, where you know we want to, I don't. You could actually host soccer tournaments yeah. if you were able to offer amenities. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and baseball mm-hmm. and softball mm-hmm. and frisbee golf. And, yeah, you know, so I mean, bring people to spend money here. That's that's, and then give the people that live here things to do. Yeah, wow. so I think um, one of the things. I, I did not want to move back here. Um, <laughs> just let's be real. Um, so I, I lived in Fergus just um, for my junior and senior year of high school and then left for college and left. Um, and my husband and I were both like, we're never going to end up there, whatever. We ended up here. 
Um, but it, it definitely was a feeling of, especially when we first came back and our kids were tiny babes, like this is a town where people just come to die. Yeah. Everything that was happening yeah. was retirement buildings, apartments for seniors, yep. like what is happening here for young families? Mm-hmm. And I feel like in the last couple of years, especially that narrative has kind of shifted. And now, I mean that my kids are older, <laughs> but like now there's actually <laughs> stuff happening, right? Yeah. Like we're now, oh, we should want people to come here yep. and um, young families, not just, you know, senior citizens. So yeah. it's been exciting to see that change. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you know, people, another thing you hear is, oh, there's no, we don't have any jobs. There's no jobs. I was like, are you kidding me? It's like every single one of our manufacturers has been hiring since I started paying attention a long time ago. Yeah. And um, they, they just, they don't have enough people. They, I mean, that's, that's missed economic opportunity, mm-hmm. you know? And so we, we need people to come here and, and live here and work here. And, you know, those people also shop here and eat here. And, um, I think that, you know, Fergus for quite some time, and, and it might still be the case, but I've, I've also always heard that Fergus is very hard to assimilate into if you're mm. not from here. Mm-hmm. Um, I obviously can't really relate, but, um, I think that's getting better as, um, the generations age and, uh, some generations fade into, uh, the afterlife or whatever they happen to believe in. Um, but I, I, I feel like that's getting <laughs> better. Um, I think, I think that, um, so first I think that's a problem like rural America, yeah, right? Like rural yeah. communities, this is your insiders and anybody who comes from elsewhere is an outsider. Like you don't know. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, so I think that's, that's anywhere, but I think definitely that, that story has been the narrative of the town. Like if you're not from here or if you don't marry into it, mm you are yeah. not going to make it right. Yeah. Like, and even then that I don't think that always works. No, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no. Uh, oh, you married the wrong person. So nope. <laughs> I, I, I always joke that my kids are, are the first generation that are from Fergus. My parents moved here before I was born. Oh. I was born here, uh-huh. but then my kids are the first one. They're, they're actually the first generation Fergus falls nice. citizens, but well, that, call, call me when you, you got six. You more. are right about the. <laughs> you're right about like, that's everywhere, and I, we've I, I've met lots of people who have moved to Fergus, and it seems to be about a fifty fifty split. And it's like it depends on who the first five people you meet are. So true. Like yeah. mm-hmm. because if you meet the like the right, I don't want to say the right people, not like the gatekeepers, but like kind there of. are lots of people who are very um, enthusiastic and open um, and welcome people in, are, and are good connectors. And if you hit those people, if those are the first. people, two of the first five people you meet, you're going to have a a much better experience. And I feel like that's maybe where some of the focus should shift to. Like, how do we do that better? Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. A lot of those like, Oh, you're new here. Come on in. We're not meeting the right people at those kinds of places. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and, And you know, so I think that, I think the community is getting more welcoming. If not, because it's filling up with people from outside and they, together, like, Oh my God. Yeah. Um, and, but I think you're absolutely right. Um, I think that, uh, for, for a variety of reasons and in a variety of ways, Fergus, uh, maybe can be a little unwelcoming, 
Uh, sometimes, you know, there's un, un, unfortunately, you know, I've, I've heard stories of a, a racial aspect to that. I'm not, I'm not accused. That was one of my questions actually. Yeah. Um, cause there's, there's been a lot of conversation, I would say probably, especially within the past five, six years about like diversity in Fergus Falls and are we welcoming to people of color and you know, how can we be a more welcoming community and, um, yeah, what's your solution well, I, city I, councilman? I tell you what, um, probably the most heartbreaking time on my council was when a rumor was started that Fergus Falls was going to become a sanctuary city uh, for immigration, mm-hmm. and which, which to the to the listeners out there, uh, it means that um, the local law enforcement would not enforce the law, uh, not enforce immigration law. Which I I know Kyle Bergren and and Barry Fitzgibbons. Eh, pretty sure that they would enforce the law. They're going to do their jobs. Um, you know, another example, it was started on social media. Yeah. And I, I got calls from people. I got a call from um, the mother of, of a, a very dear childhood friend of mine. Um, and uh, it wasn't Mike. No. <laughs> but, but she said, Tom, um, you know, we, we don't need these people in our city. Uh, mm. You know, we're, um, you know, we, we have our ways and, and, you know, we're, you know, it was a long time ago. I don't remember exactly, but I mean, I was just, I was like just listening with my mouth hanging open and I'm like, I'm like, I really, are you, you serious right now? Mm -hmm. You know? So that was really heartbreaking. Um, and I, you know, and somebody called me and said they heard that they were going to be building a bunch of blocks of low income apartment buildings for immigrants. And it's like, well, if, if somebody was going to do that, we, you know, probably wouldn't stop them. I mean, <laughs> first of all, we have a housing shortage, so we yeah, could use right? some more. Yeah. <laughs> somebody please come do that. Yeah. Um, oh no, that you better cut that part out. That's going to end up. <laughs> 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 um, but, uh, um, you know, and it's, it's social media and, and it's like, and these people, well, and, and, and it's, it's people that a lot of them profess to be pretty devout Christians mm. and, I just have to think it's like, well, the Jesus that I'm familiar with, I don't think he had a problem with immigrants, you know? And, and so, um, I, I, then it's like, what are you, I mean, you know, so, um, but again, I, as I think our, our children grow up in a, in, in a culture, um, not all of them, but, you know, I guess my kids, for instance, and a lot of the you know, my friends, kids. And so, I mean, you, you just teach them that everybody's equal, you know, I mean, yeah. we're all the same. It doesn't matter if you're, if you know what color you are, who you love, um, if you worship a God or not, uh, it doesn't matter. And, um, so I think that that kind of education is, um, is, is becoming more and more prevalent, you know, and or that kind of attitude. And so I think, I think that's improving, but it's, it's, I mean, we need to work at it still. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. people need to, to sit down and think, um, I mean, if at the very, very least we need workers, <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah, it's my kind of my, so how do you like, uh, what, how have you developed like s- not skills? Well, maybe skills. Uh, well, I mean like ways to a city council seat is a nonpartisan seat. So it's awesome. Which, right. Which if you're listening, it means like it's not technically a tie to any political party. Yep. So anybody I mean, technically, can, it's anybody, yeah. Tied. I mean, so yep. anybody can vote for anybody, but you, so then you, but you really do represent. So how do you look at that? Do you, do you represent, does, does Tom Rufford represent the people who live in ward two? Yeah. Um, 
like, but some of those people you're not going to agree with. And yep. how, how do you, how do you navigate that? And like, and, and are there sometimes when you would maybe support something that you don't support because you're, because you, you're, your ward two citizens do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then are there times when you do what Tom Roofer thinks is best? Mm-hmm. Uh, and how do you decide? Like, those are always super interesting to me. Like sometimes it's gotta be like, you just have to do what you think is right. Mm-hmm. And you can vote me out in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Well, Mike, I'm glad you asked. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, a, it's <laughs> excellent I, political lead into the, that's a very excellent question. And I'm going to answer that as soon as I formulate an answer while I stole. Um, no, I, yep. I represent, you know, everybody in Ward two and, um, I, uh, the thing is though, that I don't get anywhere near as much feedback as I thought I was going to get. I thought I would get calls and emails all the time time. Hmm. and I really don't, I don't, I don't know if people just think I'm really set in my ways or if I must be doing a great job. Um, um, I, I wish people would reach out more. Um, uh, obviously we have a few very, very squeaky wheels, um, you know, but that, that just kind of. When you hear the same thing a hundred times, it just becomes, you know, static. And, um, but, uh, so, so I, I wish people would reach out more, but, uh, you know, I go door knocking, uh, you know, during when I'm out campaigning and I, I would like to get out and do it more often, but, um, you know, but I run into people all over town and people tell me what's on their mind. And, um, you know, so, so I, I mean, I really do what, what I think is right for the city, what's going to be, um, you know, as fair as possible for everyone and is going to be of a tangible benefit, whether mm-hmm. it be life, yeah, like quality of life, economic. Um, and I and and I love that our council is nonpartisan because I guarantee you that we run the spectrum, mm-hmm. uh, the yeah. political spectrum. And um, but everybody in there focuses on what's best for Fergus Falls, and mm-hmm. I mean, like seriously, like every other higher form of government could take a lesson from us. It's like, you know, just quit bickering about your hot button issues and just do your jobs. And, um, you know, and people have asked me if I, uh, this is kind of a tangent, but people have asked me if I'm going to run for representative. Cause I think the, well, I don't know what the district change just came out yesterday. Yeah. So I guess I don't, but right now I'm not planning to, okay. um, I, I don't, I just don't have the time. Um, but anyway, um, what were we talking about? <laughs> how, how you how you deal with, oh, yeah. that with tension. the tension between like because there's there's certain trains of or trains of thought whatever uh, where like you are my representative do yeah. what I tell you to yeah. do or you are my representative I have given you this power to represent me yeah yeah um, and I'm choosing you based on that I think you're going to do the right thing yeah and you know and I I did I I've done a a great job of door knocking. I didn't get out as much as I w- would have liked to in 2020 just with covid. I mean like showing up at somebody's house it just was, it was weird. a little weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. But in 2016 I I knocked I I think we figured probably 90% of the houses in my ward and um I just talked to people asked them what was important and the, and the two things that I heard about were um the RTC that was a big one because it was it, there was a big decision coming up on it at the time and um and then also um an aquatic center that every time I'd go to a house with young people, 
the, uh, the water park. Everybody wants a water park. When are we going to get a water park? Yeah. You know, um, and that's a hot button issue right now too. Mm-hmm. Was that the other one you said you limited, you, you narrowed it down to the, yep. to two big yep. things in Aquatic D Lagoon. D Lagoon. Do you say D Lagoon or D Lagoon? I say D Lagoon. All right. D Lagoon. D Lagoon. Can we, no. can you have your researchers find out? Yeah. We should ask Chris. We're going to send Chris a, a note. What where, is the proper is, way to say? Well, yeah. Also like, why well, is it called know. that? Yeah. yeah. I, oh, it's named after there you go. Um, a person, I think. Wow. Or or a place or a, or a, a lagoon. Thing. Yeah, so that's that's what D lagoon. The lagoon. Oh, I thought you said a lagoon. No, like a bean. Tammy, no. I, I thought what you said was very intelligent, and I'm appalled. <laughs> You're appalled at you. that I laughed at you. Yeah. So okay, so in Fergus, we're working on that. That's 2022. Big deal is D lagoon and an aquatic an center. Aquatic center, yeah. Right. I mean, I'd like to call it a water park, but I guess you call it an aquatic center. I, that's what I called it because you called it an aquatic center. Yeah. Earlier. No, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not mad. First, we're going to get a beautiful new park. Just Are you? Say. I don't think that's ever happening. NP Park? You shut your pie hole. <laughs> you shut your pie hole, Mike. Oh, Are you I'm an sorry. administrator on Facebook? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm, wow. I administer many pages. Okay. Sorry. <sighs> Different question. Yeah. So there's like this tension in rural communities um, where you have some people in small towns that say like, we need to stay small. We want to preserve our way of life in this, this sort of community. Um, we don't want that. Like, we don't want to be the ugly urban um, areas with all that, yeah. you know, diversity of thought and people and whatever. <laughs> um, but then there's also this tension, like we need to grow. Right. So I, how do you, how do you deal with that? Like, is there a, we want to stay small or is there just this like, let's get as big as possible. Like what's that, what's that look like when you're really based, like the value system that we have here is like a small town life Mm -hmm. come to Fergus, right? Like you have access to amenities, but it's a small town feel, whatever. All these small towns that are being revitalized as, as are we like our downtown is popping up. Like it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, Where's, where's the line or is there just like, we don't care about that. We're growing. You know what I mean? Um, yes, I do. Okay. Yeah. And that's a great question. Um, I have to clear my throat. How do I do? <laughs> just, just do it. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> Steve, do it. figure it out. <laughs> I, I didn't want to do it. Um, well, Tammy was talking, <laughs> um, you know, honestly, I, I haven't ever really thought about that before. Okay. Um, so breaking new ground. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a really good point. And, and obviously one that, that my constituents haven't brought up with me directly, you know, hence I haven't really thought about it, but, um, you know, if, if somebody asked me about that, I mean, that's, that's, you really gotta, you really gotta depend on feedback from the community for that kind of thing. You know, it's like, how are people feeling, you know? Can and, you imagine saying like, Oh, we don't want any more new businesses actually. So please don't come here. You know what I mean? Like people think we say that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they that's, do. That's clearly Ugh. what you what you tell people. Yeah. I just it it's just really interesting I think like cuz you at some point you're no longer a small town charm. Mm-hmm. But how would you ever say like we're, we're going to discourage growth, right? We're going to be long dead before that's a problem. Well, well I'm just like <laughs> I, we're probably yeah. already too big for some people's liking, right? Like well, absolutely. But I'm just, I'm just curious because yeah, well, that's a rural town problem. You know, I guess one way to look at it would be if you look at population trends, um, Alexandria, Detroit Lakes, Moorhead have all grown 
much faster than we have. And that's, that's another thing you always hear about is like, our population isn't growing. It's like, well, maybe we should be a little more welcoming. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Wow. (laughs) But, um, uh, well, is that unfair? But I think also for me, a part of that would be like, they do so much to attract young families or diverse, you know, diverse populations, whatever. So I think, I think maybe we're maybe behind on that trend, but it's coming. Like, yeah, like we've started to do some of those same things. Yep. Yep. I mean, and, and, um, you know, so, so I think that we have a ways to go before that would be an issue, but you know, if somebody, if somebody came to me and, and, and were to say that, you know, I'd want to sit down with them and try to understand, you know, where, what, where's that coming from? What's the root of that? Is it something that we can actually, um, you know, fix through policy or are, is this individual struggling with some issues of xenophobia, <laughs> et cetera? I think I'm just, I'm thinking theoretically, like when you look at Ottertail County or just rural Midwest and the revitalization of downtowns, we were talking about this with Chris, the historical perspective, the the revitalization of these downtown old buildings, like it's super cute and trendy and, you know, like it's bringing businesses back and um, it's making it hip to be rural, yeah. right? Yep. Um, but then at some point you're not really rural anymore. Um, and maybe that's not a bad thing, although some people might view it that way. I just think it's it's interesting how that changes the dynamic of your community. Well, you know, here you you only have to walk about 10 minutes in any direction to be rural. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh that is that is true. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, yeah, I I hear what you're saying. I I guess I I personally don't think it's an issue. I'm really excited to see the growth that we yeah. have and, yeah. and and I think that growth has has brought a lot of benefits mm-hmm. and and so I I think I think people are excited about it, and and a random thought just popped into my head that I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and throw out there because um, I like to say it. Uh, I was out putting up a yard sign on um, Fur Avenue by the Y la- uh, the summer of 2020, and um, and a, a gentleman that uh, that is very involved uh, has been very involved for quite some time in the construction industry in Fergus Falls. Uh, you know, so I mean, he's been there, done that, got the T-shirt, and. Um, you know, he was out measuring for something or other and he, um, came up and said, uh, well, you know, I, I, I would vote for you if I could, but I don't live in town. And, um, and I said, well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. And he said, you know, I have seen more positive real growth in, in Fergus Falls in the last two years than I have in the preceding 40. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and so when I hear stuff like that, that makes me really happy and, and, and optimistic and, um, There's a lot of people in town that don't think we should spend a dime on anything but roads. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is maybe getting a little bit away from your your question. That's fine. Um, yeah. But I I don't I don't see it as spending money. I see it as as making responsible investments in our future because you know the taxpayers have trusted us with their money, and that's that's a big deal. And um, we need to be uh, very fiscally responsible and, and thank heavens we have um, our wonderful city finance department, which is led by uh, some tremendously tremendous people and they just do a fabulous job. Um, they watch every penny and, and control spending and, and all that. And, and then, so it's kind of the big picture stuff is up to us on the council. Um, I don't know how much, if you guys want to get into talking about this franchise fee thing or not. <laughs> What? I don't know. What I don't know is. what it is. So I guess I do want the franchise fee. What are we talking about? Yeah, 
Um, what are we talking about? Well, what a franchise fee is, Mike. Well, I know what a franchise fee is, but what Like if I want to open a Chipotle and I have to pay for that? Uh-uh. Oh, okay. Uh-uh. <laughs> That's, That's what, what I would have assumed. <laughs> no, a franchise fee is when uh, a city government can tell, for instance, um, Auto Tail Power, a utility provider, to say, you're going to charge each one of your customers this amount of money and give it to us. Oh. Um, and we are we're one of the only similarly sized communities in the state that doesn't have a franchise fee. Um, we do have a franchise fee that pays for peg access. Um, but that's it. So the idea was we would institute a franchise fee and it would be dedicated to roads because people complain about the roads. They do. Nonstop. Yeah. Nonstop. And I've said it at many council meetings. We live in literally the worst place in the world that you could build roads. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very expensive Mm -hmm. and evidently our roads need to be buttery smooth at all times. (laughs) I mean, for real. Yeah. Yeah. I would appreciate that. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I don't know, maybe I'm elitist. I I drive a pickup, but I used to drive a car. Um, I don't think our roads are all that bad. Um, Sure. As long as, especially if you map it out on the smooth ones, you just, yeah. (laughs) Take uh, butter Avenue to margarine way. Yep. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, they didn't go for the franchise fee. Well, no. Um, oh. So you know, I guess so. The way that I looked at it was okay. Really, the thing that I hear the most about are the roads. Mm-hmm. And every time I, 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 you know, get my teeth and dig into Facebook comments, um, it's fix the roads. Don't spend any money on a water park or schools or anything. Fix the roads. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, in the last three budgets, we increased spending on roads by 20% each year. We couldn't do that this year because, you know, COVID, budget, blah, blah. But um, so what this franchise fee would do is it would um, add, I think if we did a 5% franchise fee, let's say that, you know, my power bill is $130 average a month. And that would be $6.50-ish per month. Uh, that I, I would pay for this franchise fee and, and all of those funds would go to roads and, um, you know, road maintenance. But what it would also do is it would eliminate special assessments. Mm. So instead of making like the people in that neighborhood who are benefiting from that new sidewalk or whatever, or road, you know, reconstruction, making them pay for it, which I've always thought was kind of bogus, it would get spread out among everybody who pays these franchise fees. And, um, so everybody complains about the roads all the time. Nobody likes special assessments. So we've come up with a solution, right? No. <laughs> like, oh, that sounds like a reasonable solution. I think it sounds fantastic. Yeah. But That's interesting. I mean, because every time I just always laugh when anybody calls it a fee because it's a tax. We call it a fee because fees are easier. That sounds better. But you've learned my counsel trick. Well, it's not a that's a politician trick all over the place. We're like, oh, we're just gonna okay, we're call gonna it. tack a little fee on yeah. here over there. On a franchise tax. Yeah, it's no big deal. And and but it collects money from everybody. And my favorite part is it collects money from people that aren't paying for roads right now. Sure. Nonprofits. I mean, not I'm not talking about like someplace safe, but I'm talking about churches, you know? And, lot, and someplace yeah. safe. And, and someplace safe. And the um, Center for the Arts. And well, and that's, you know what? It's, and, and that's, it's very difficult. Taxing for things is very difficult to try to figure out because you're trying to, it's just hard mm-hmm. to do because yeah. uh, what you're trying to do, because on one hand, the special assessments make sense to me because it's the road that's in yeah. front of my house. Yep. So I wanted this road paved. I went to the city and said, please pave my road. And they said, fine. 
here's what it's going to cost you. And everybody. And then he brought that, out a duffel bag full of cash. No, I didn't. I mean, we've been paying that. Whoa. The special assessments on this road are huge. Anyway, but I wanted it paved because it was gravel and I didn't want to live on a gravel road. Yep. So that makes sense to me. I'm the direct consumer. But there are, there are lots of people who use, quote unquote, my road that aren't paying for yep. my road. Yes. Um, yep. But people who are on fixed incomes, yes, they benefit from having the roads, but they don't use them like we use them. Yeah. Like yeah. from first nine months out of the year, they're basically homebound because it's snowy out. Yeah. But- Yes. Nine months out of the year. Yeah, well, I'm. I, not, that's where I'm at. That's my mood right that, now. That is February. That I, February, and that's it. where I. I love that is too. where I am. Anyway, I I totally dig the part about the special assessments, just because like we moved into our house um, and did not know that that was immediately coming. Oh. Um, and so like the month after we moved in, the road was torn up completely. New lines, oh, new yeah, whatever, brand new, new stuff. brand new road. Um, but my road is used like. All oh, of the yeah. traffic from yeah. the elementary exactly. school right right near hospital. us. So it's like, there's a ton of traffic. Yes, you should all be paying for this road. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a real I big surprise. I think maybe like, G, like uh, GPS tags on all the cars in town and it's like a yes. meter that Let's runs. Let's track people. I think that will go over big. Yeah. People will so. yeah, yeah. dig gonna, that. I'm going to bring we, that up at the upcoming We like Big Brother. Meeting. Big if Brother kind of- you don't use the road, you won't yeah. pay for it. Yeah. In, a, in addition to the microchip in your vaccine, <laughs> now we're going to- <laughs> We are yeah, going to track Because oh. none of us carry tracking devices with us 24-7 oh. as I'm holding my phone. Anyway. Yes. The road thing is really hard because you do yeah. hear about that a lot. And and we don't want to take into consideration the weather of the place where we live that like- Take that a, into consideration. No, but we, like, want, we want to complain about the roads not being perfect, but also you live in a place where the cli- climate extremes are making your roads impossible. Like we want perfect roads, yes. and we don't want to pay for them. Right. right? Yes. Can we? Can if anybody? And and I said this at one of the last council meetings. I said, um, I said, you know, all I ever hear are complaints about the roads. So we have proposed a solution. Um, if if we don't implement this fee, which it sounds like we're not going to anytime soon, then I don't want to hear complaints about the roads anymore. Seriously. I mean, we offered a solution and you didn't want it. And unless you have a better idea that's not selling all the parks in town to developers. <laughs> I think it is super interesting to me and something that I did not expect being a part of a team that's trying to um, revitalize a park in town um, is... I did not expect all of the negativity, right. like for people to be against yeah. that. I yeah. just, I was not prepared for that yeah. at all. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just, it's surprising yeah. to me. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I mean, a lot of these, a lot of the, these people are people that like, you know, I know them, I'm friends with them. And like, I think they're good people, but mm-hmm. yet, you know, at the same time, they're like, how dare you give our children a safe place to play? <laughs> In a very sinister voice. Yeah. We didn't have any parks when I was a kid. No. Holding a white cat, petting it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Uh, but, okay, um, yeah. so you, uh, uh, but okay. I hear you, Tammy. That, um, yeah, it, it, it's, it, it, I don't understand it. I don't yeah. know why people have to get it. Part of it is our overall political climate. You yeah. Know, that like you know, the meaner you can be, the more points you get. Right. And, um, that's a real problem, Mm -hmm. uh, as you know, but, um, we just gotta, you just, you just gotta keep fighting the good fight and not let them drag you down. That's Mm -hmm. what I do. So I try to. What was, so you've been six years then, is that about right? Six ish years you've been on city council. You never really wanted to be on city council 
previously. It wasn't like a dream it, of yours necessarily. Yeah, it wasn't like a, you weren't no. looking for that. Yeah. What has been? Let's try to see if I can steer it like to a positive. Like, what has been like one of the most yeah. surprisingly yeah. positive things about your experience at City Council? Like what? Like that you didn't see coming? Um, I think that the progress we made on the downtown riverfront project. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I I kind of enjoy people hearing hearing people gripe and grumble about it because. <laughs> Um, because I know, I know that it's going to make Fergus Falls is going to like take us to the next level. Mm. I know it is. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'll just, I'm, I'm, I'll be gracious, but kind of, I'm uh, so of, confused uh, about this project. Let me so. just tell you, like, I do not understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm here, like, whatever, but I'm it's going to be it. fine. It's great. Like this I do not a political podcast, right? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go on. I'm sorry. No, that that's it. Like well, I'm confused about this. Um, in, I've heard that like there was a battle about let's get power for some um, vendors. Yep. That, oh well, that's like a whole. There's no, well, but like that, that's like, but that's that's like the nuts and bolts of it. And then the, and then the drama piece that was in my circles was like, will there be a water feature for kids to play in? All, all the yeah. community wants is some sort of water feature right. in everything that we do right yeah. now. Yeah. And can there be water I say that we can plan? And I don't think, <laughs> I think that's out. That's been in the plan since yes. the beginning. Yeah. 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 Well, in, in a nutshell for the listeners, um, we, oh, several years ago, we approved a downtown riverfront master plan. In fact, that might've been improved before I was even on the council. Mm. Um, I think it was. And, um, but I've worked very, you know, closely with it and very closely with the mayor and with the, um, I'm on the legislative committee, which is myself and uh, council member Arneson and uh, Mayor Shire and uh, city administrator, Andrew Bemseth. Um, uh, and, and we've, we've gone down to St. Paul. I've, I've gone down and testified before Senate and house committees. <laughs> That's wow. terrifying. I, know. I mean, yes, good job. Yeah, I know. Um, they sent me, but, uh, um, which, which I mean, was a fascinating experience yeah. and so fulfilling and, and just, just so cool to be part of that. I mean, I never thought I'd be doing anything like that, but, um, I mean, it's not as bad as you think, you know, you just sit in this room with a bunch of people and they ask you questions about your project and, um, you know, so that, that, and, and so what it's going to be is, is, um, let me get oriented here. There's the West, uh, the Western phase, phase one, which is what they're doing right now where they're building like the, the covered farmer's market structure. And that's going to have like those cool, clear garage doors on the sides that roll up and down. So it can be like a three season. Um, it'll be heated. I think it'll have those like heating elements. Thing. Uh, and, and that's just kind of a, a you know, we're going to, we're going to clear a little bit more vegetation, I think away from the river so that you can actually see the river yep. and there's going to be a river walk down there. Um, you know, and, and, and the, the point of it is to bring people downtown mm-hmm. because no offense to the businesses that are located anywhere else in town. I, I love all of our businesses equally, but big box retail is not coming back ever. I don't think because of Amazon and Walmart and, um, you know, and, and I think we just have to embrace that. And so, uh, why not? pack all, you know, pack downtown with little shops and restaurants. And so people can come out and hang out on a Thursday night in the summertime. And, um, you know, the, the Eastern phase two, uh, on the other side of court street, um, that's where the water feature is going to be. And, um, we were going to do an amphitheater. This is another one. I get a lot of crap. About. Uh, are you cutting it again? Well, we're doing something better. Okay. So, uh, so, so instead of an amphitheater, you're going to put in a, we, we bought a mobile stage. And I hate that thing. Oh, why? Because it's not an amphitheater. Our roads are so bad. 
You can't just drive that thing around. <laughs> it's going to knock all the bolts loose. <laughs> so anyway, um, we have a mobile stage. Uh, so instead of having this fixed, you know, amphitheater, which mm-hmm. is pretty expensive, um, we, we have the stage that we can set up in that spot uh, and, and like have a really super cool stage and instead of a slab of concrete, you know, to do shows on and, and whatnot. Plus this stage can be uh, set up for instance, behind the Kirkbride, which yep. is a fabulous place the venue for concerts and whatnot. Um, th- there's the possibility of, of maybe renting it out to bring some revenue to the city. You know, we'll, we'll evaluate that if the city staff feels that's right. Um, is this mobile stage, the trailer that, was used for some concerts at the Kirkbride last yes. summer. Yeah, it is. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's is, disappointing, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I've, I haven't seen it. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it is a fine it looks like a It trailer. is a fine mobile stage, but it is not an amphitheater next to the river across the river from the city hall. Well, I'll tell you what, Mike, we got to pay for this stuff. And uh, well, I was thinking about maybe a fee on our on our electric bill. Yeah, it's, it's, it's called it's that. a tax, Mike. Let's call it what it is. Um, yeah, you know what? I think uh, we were going to do the amphitheater, but that was a, a particular point of hatred for the project. People were like, why do we need an amphitheater? Amphitheater. Wow. Um, yeah. You're really pigeonholing your, your constituents uh, here. Weird. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, this weird. was one, this was one <laughs> constituent lives down the street is Cletus, the slack jawed yokel. Oh, that's also from the Simpsons. Okay. Uh, but, um, uh, so anyways, so we have, we have the mobile stage like it or not. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great idea. Um, and, and I think with Fergus being a very modest and phys- fiscally responsible community, I think it's the right size mobile stage for us. Okay. There you go. Um, and then, but, but yeah, the, the point of the whole thing is to just, is, is to get people to come downtown, you know, there, the, there's a developer that's, that's redeveloping the mill, mm-hmm. um, and is, um, is going to turn that into like luxury condos or something like that, or a ho- hotel maybe. You should so probably know. Condo, it's like condos and hotel. I think it, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we own the, uh, the dairy property and we've put out a request for proposal for redevelopment of the dairy property. We finally have it all cleaned up and, um, and ready to go. And, and, you know, my vision for that is, is, um, you know, some apartments, some condos, uh, with, you know, retail on the ground floor and, uh, you know, there's going to be a sweet bike trail going past there, you know, between that and the river. And, um, so that's been a great project. And, and I mean, that's the kind of things that we need to make those investments in our community in order to grow and, and to make it a great place for people to live and give them things to do. That's, uh, uh, I can't remember who, oh, crumbs now. I was listening to somebody talk about, um, their idea of like what local government, what your focus should be. And basically their, their biggest, their big thing was, is small and incremental, uh, and make everything that you do should make life better for the people who already live here. Because one, you're serving the people, you know, and it's, instead of like, we have to do this to bring yeah. the new people because yeah. it'll make it life better for the people who already live here and the ones who are paying for it. And those are the things that will attract other people. Yeah. So if you have, yeah. if you have excellent roads, but like parks and a library Stop. and sports complex, like all those things benefit the people who already live here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and bring in people. And we'll like, bring in because they're going to come yeah. like, because you're going to come to like, you go to some other town for a sporting event or whatever. And you're like, wow, this is really cool yeah. here. Yeah. Um, 
yeah anyway and 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 i appreciate you saying that because i maybe have made it sound like i'm sick of the people we have and i want new ones (laughs) but i i love i love my residents and all residents and all people um exactly and and tammy you know you mentioned like having young kids here and not having things to do we felt the same way it's like well we could go to the same park again or go to Fargo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I, um, I want to be part of the solution that changes that Mm -hmm. and, and gives the people that live here, you know, better facilities, more things to do. Um, and then a nice side effect is that it will attract people from that don't live here to come and spend their money and hopefully come and live here and work here. I always find it funny, the people who complain, I mean, because I complain a lot too, just let, let's You don't say. Let's I mean, be honest. Really? But like the conceit though is, is that you already live here. So no matter how much you hate it or how much you want to complain about stuff, there's something here that you love because this is where you're at. Yeah. And you could be in other places, but yeah. you still have chosen to be here. Um, I yeah. would, I would never, ever say or even think anything to the effect of, uh, if you hate Fergus Falls so much, why don't you leave? <laughs> I would never. Let's get that on the record. Let's get that on the record. I don't even think that way. I feel dirty thinking about it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Fergus is a great place. And I, I just don't really, I don't have the interest to listen to people talk about how it's dying because they probably have other issues in their life that they need to get worked out. <laughs> but, um, and, and why, why be like that? Why, why sit around and mope and, and complain and whine when you could be taking that energy and, and putting it towards positive change? Sure, do something about it. If mm-hmm. everybody took all the time they spent pounding on their keyboard on Facebook and like volunteered or got on a board or a commission or ran for office, not against me, but, um, <laughs> you know, got involved. Yeah. You know, one of my favorite sayings is the world is run by those who show up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's so true in yeah. so many ways. It is, it's, it's the impact you can have by just being there yeah, at the bare minimum is amazing. So, so what can we do to uh, keep those kids that are like 13 to 16, 17 out of trouble? Because I feel like oh use you, you sound like the old farts when we were kids. No, no, no. We've, we've we established, we've established fun things. Machines. We've established fun things for all the other, you know, age groups here. And now there's cool stuff for adults. So I'm looking at like this, somebody might own like a, a building with a lot of space, right? Like laser tag like or an old grocery store carts yeah. or yeah. Yeah. A giant arcade, something fun. I think an amphitheater would have been really good. <laughs> yeah. Cause there's nothing Cause that teenagers like more than amphitheaters, Mike. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna go off on a total sidebar now, and we're like, "Don't even get me started with the we need a thing for the kids to do." Um, <laughs> the youths. The, the we have youths. so much. So the we youths. have so much stuff available to our children in this town. It's crazy. The youths, though, Mike. What about them? Hey, you know what? <laughs> um, and I'm just gonna be just shamelessly promoting everybody. Yeah. I can think of. Uh, you could get yours. Jesse at Handcrafted Barber Studio. Yeah. Fabulous artist. He's fantastic. Artist. Great guy. Mm-hmm. Hard worker. Entre- I love him. Um, but I almost don't want people to make appointments because he's already booked like yeah. two months out. Yeah. I know. I, <laughs> it's hard. I always make my it's appointment. Hard. As soon as I'm done, I sit, I pay, yeah. and then I make my next you have appointment. To. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And I'm too much of a ditz to do I that. I think it's great. Yeah. I won't be getting a haircut for probably six months now. So, but anyways, um, Je- I was at Jesse's shop and, um, and his idea is an indoor skate park. Mm. Yep. And 
I mean, and he said people would come. And again, I, I mean, I, I love that it gives our kids something to do, but he said yes, people, would, people come would come from Fargo, St. Cloud. I mean, there's nothing like that. So ideas like that. And I, and, and I said, Jesse, I said, you know, what it takes to make a project like that a reality is it takes- It takes Jesse. Uh, it takes, it, well, yeah, uh, it takes Jesse. Jesse, yes. uh, Jesse. Well, it takes an Aaron Smith, I tell you what. Oh. Aaron is the- mm, uh, It also takes some cash. Well, yeah. It does, but <laughs> first you put together your team of people. Yeah. And then you, like, I had the absolute pleasure of um, serving on the library um, library renewal project board with Brad Scogan. And um, do you know Brad Scogan? Mm, He's no. a pastor. Name. He was at, well, he was the chaplain at Lake Region Healthcare. Okay. And now he's a pastor. Last I knew first. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome guy. And what he taught us was you have to tell the story. Mm-hmm. And and so you get that group of people together and you you come up with the story that you want to tell and you kind of you know fine tune it, get everybody on the same page. And then you just tell the story. And and between the efforts of, of everybody that worked on that library project um, with Aaron Smith at the helm, um, that's all we did is we told the story. We, we just, we used the facts, mm-hmm. uh, we, you know, we, we compared, you know, so, so that's the first part you get that group of people together. Cause it's not a government thing. I mean, like, like it's not the council's role to, you know, spearhead, you know, a project uh, of that scale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, yes, we did these sales tax projects, mm-hmm. but, um, we've got enough on our plate right now. So, yeah. um, you know, but it takes a group of citizens NP mm-hmm. park. Yeah. yeah. Case in point, I was, you know, I was just going to list so like you have, you have the MP park thing. That's a citizen driven thing. You mm-hmm. had Otter Cove in town, citizen driven thing The the library you already admitted or had on there. When we were kids, we did not have a BMX track. Yeah. There, were, there was a group of parents cool. who were like, our kids want to yep. do this. Yep. What do we need to do to get yep. it done? Now they have a new facility in the deal. I mean, like, yep. Almost all of the good things are all driven by citizens, mm-hmm. and that your role as a city council person is to come alongside them yep. and help make that. Yep. What can we do to help yep. facilitate that? Yep. But it's not if you're not willing to show, as you said, if you're yep. not willing to show up. And I think also um, recently there has been better messaging from organizations like Greater Fergus Falls and that yes. kind of thing um, using your dreaded social media, Tom, but, um, using, using social media to, to share that message of like, if you have this kind of a dream, like right. we will partner with we you. We can help you. And I think that maybe some individuals out there might be thinking like, well, my dream's a little different, right? Like, so how do I fit in? Cause a lot of the conversation is about new businesses, like, you know, a new barbershop or a new tattoo place or a new massage clinic or whatever. Like, that kind of oriented rather than a fun place to come and play or so, you know what I mean? Just, Mm -hmm. so here's my outside the box thing. Where do I go? Right. So I feel like more of that messaging, as we're hearing more of that messaging, maybe more people will be inspired to come forward with like, sure. Here's my wacky idea. And and the more success, I mean, success breeds success. Yeah. Yeah. So you have the park and then you have like Otter Cove, uh, balanced gymnastics. We did not have a gymnastics academy two years ago. Yeah, like that was brand. You know, like yep. all of these. Every time we add one, Otter Cove is fabulous. It's great. Tasha Rolfs and and everyone who works so hard on that just uh, amazing, awesome. Didn't have that when I was a kid. We had rocks. Um, we and had a he roller had the rink. GI Joe. Yeah, we aircraft car. We had the we roller, roller rink. Amphitheater. And it needs to be- <laughs> All right. Um, we should probably wrap we up here. Wrap I we should to. probably. Ra- well, that's fine. Keep going. Well, we can. We can <laughs> bonus keep. footage. Bonus. Um, mm-hmm. That'll be the after party. Uncut. 
Is there anything, so is there anything you would like to, usually we try to give the guests the last word. If there's anything that you wanted to cover, um, anything that you really, like a story you wanted to tell or, or, or something that you, <laughs> <laughs> apparently there is, there yeah. it is. It just came. There's a story. Um, so the craziest thing happened. So, right. So I'm in Mexico, right? No. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so I went down to St. Paul one day with, um, with uh, Ben and Andrew and Justin, the legislative committee, as we call ourselves, and that's our official title. Um, we met with our very, very talented and, and very just a great guy, uh, our lobbyist, Joel Carlson, uh, down at, at the Capitol. And it's really fun to walk around the Capitol with him and, and like Andrew, because um, I mean, Andrew's pretty in tune with politics and who's who, but Joel, like, that's what knows he does. everybody. That's yeah. his job. Yes, yeah, it's, it's super fun. He's like, he's like, oh, there's uh, Paul Gazelka, and you know, there's. Uh, uh, you know, Murphy and there, you know, so, um, but so we, um, he's like the new, the, I heard that somebody, he was telling Ben and Andrew about this. I think I was off, you know, getting more food or something like that. But, but I, when I came back, I'm like, so, you know, they're like, okay, we're going to go see this guy that's um, testifying before a, a house committee right now. We're going to go listen to him. I'm like, well, okay, you guys know what you're doing. So I'll follow you. And, um, so we went in there and there's this young guy, you know, didn't look any older than I did. And, um, and he's, you know, going over, he's from the D department of, uh, economic and department of employment and economic development deed. Um, and then, you know, so I was listening he had some good ideas and I was like, oh, cool. You know, I mean, this is kind of interesting stuff to hear him, you know, talking about this and, um, and here the last slide came up and it had his name on it and it was, um, it was Steve Grove <laughs> and the, the brand new commissioner of deed. And, um, and I, it clicked. I'm like, that's why this guy looks so familiar. Cause did I mention he looked familiar? Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't, but, uh, <laughs> but I was like, that's why he looks familiar. Cause I went to high school in Northfield with Steve Grove. Wow. I was a year younger than he was. And so we were walking out with Joel and, um, and, and headed down the stairs. And I said, Oh, that's really funny. I went to high school with Steve Grove in Northfield and Joel just held his arms out and he's like, stop. What? And I'm like, yeah, I went to high school with him. And he's like, let's go back. <laughs> And so, so I, uh, so we went back and he was wrapping up a conversation with somebody else. And so we stood there awkwardly, you know, until he yeah, was doing done. An awkward thing. Um, and, and then I was like, Hey Steve, Tom Roofer, I, we went to high school together in Northfield. He's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. We played football together. Didn't we? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> no, no, we didn't. Sure. Didn't. <laughs> So that's the joke. Now, a lot of times at, at random meetings, I will mention that I played, I, I'm you, like, well, if you guys need any help, I played football with the deep with, commissioner. Nice. So, um, <laughs> that's a good story. But, um, I guess, yeah, I guess my parting thought is, uh, you know, just, uh, look on the bright side. You know, a lot of people spend so much time, you know, just, you know, Fergus is dying. This is awful. Everything is terrible. It's not, um, look around, you know, go to the greater Fergus Falls website. If you want to see examples of what's been accomplished, um, we are working on an initiative to improve, uh, communication from the city, mm. like a weekly or biweekly column, um, long overdue, mm -hmm. long overdue. Um, and, and just to get, get the word out about what we're doing and, and make sure that the, the city, that, that the facts are being accurately represented. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, yes. In that column. So, That'd be great. um, but uh, yeah, I just, I, I really, I, I appreciate our council so much and I appreciate city staff so much and um, it's, it's, it's been great. And I, I just, I just 
my my spiel when I go door knocking is that I'm running because I want to make Fergus a better place to live, work, and raise a family. And that that's true. I mean, I I've been accused of being part of the good old boys club. Uh, believe it or not, I don't think they would have me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Roofer's kind of a flake, um, but uh, no, I mean, I just do it because I want this to be a good place. And if people have other ideas, I I'm I I will hear you out. But we need to be reasonable and not just start chopping everything with an ax because we need to make responsible investments. And I love podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for uh, sitting down with us tonight. This was a treat. Thank you guys. It's been entertaining. Yeah. Keep up the good work. Oh, Aw. that's nice. I'm yeah. very entertaining. <laughs> okay. Ugh. Well, that's fun. Super fun. All right. We got to wrap up with something wrap nice. Wrap it up. Something nice. Okay. Wrap mine's real up, quick. Wrap it in. Dolly Parton. Oh, Sorry. we yeah. should get that on a button. Yeah. Wrap it up. How fun was that hot, that um, halftime show? Can we just say? Are we going there? Well, it wasn't on the thing, but now that you did that, now I'm thinking about it. Okay. It was super fun. We're going to talk about the green. We're going to talk about that now. So it was, it was like moderately fun. <gasps> I'm sorry. So I'd seen a lot of stuff about it beforehand yep. and it definitely played out. Half of the words are missing. Half of the words are missing? Yeah, like all of those songs, like every third word is a word you can't right. say. It had, to be, on... it had to be family friendly, so there was no bleeps. Yes. They played and the so, radio versions. And yeah. like, that was fine. Uh, was it 50 Cent who showed up? Yes. Yeah, it, I was not a fan of that because I was like, who's that guy? <laughs> I figured it out finally. Around his neck. Fifty I know, around that, his neck or whatever, I, yeah, but that wasn't on the thing. So that was I wasn't. I don't know. And the hanging and upside down was part was basically a weird. Basically, the ad. If you watch the preview ad, you remember the, like with the call. I watched no, it like I'm three sorry. times. I didn't watch the preview. They had the ad. It was basically the ad. Oh. It was all the same thing. Well, I'm sorry, but it was. I loved it. Fun. It was super fun. Was it fun? Yeah, it was like junior high all over again. Oh, you're so young. Maybe early high school, but. Yeah. Anyway, it was it was super fun and I loved it. And most of it was clean, right? Like the language was clean. Okay. Fifty Cent had some dancers that were like, "Oh, did you need to wear that?" But I but do. Like, ha- yes, I do have to say there was there was a fair amount of twittering on conservative circles about. Oh like, my gosh! And I and which was funny because after it was done, I was like, you know what? That was probably the most family friendly one I've yes. seen in years. Yes. Um, uh huh. Yeah. And some excellent dancing. It was great. Um, yeah, but so the other part that I was like, so then I saw a lot of hype afterwards about how like this, it's about time. Yeah. Hip hop is finally here. Like it's the first time hip hop. And I had to go back and apparently I don't know anything about music genres. Okay. Because I, cause I'm like, is that really true? So I had to like go look at the, the list of them Yeah. and you have, okay. So Beyonce doesn't count. No, she's not hip hop. I no. didn't know that. Um, the weekend is he not hip hop? Um, he raps. I don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand. So that was last year. Was the weekend? Um, you had. I had a whole list of them. Like okay, obviously Katy Perry is not one. Um, Justin Timberlake. Nope. No. Mm-mm. See, like I don't. I guess I'm really out of it. Shakira, Jennifer Lopez. No. They don't count either. No. Jeez, I'm so out of it. <laughs> However, anyway, then I saw like if you loved that. Next year, we should do 90s country and Shania should open with like, (laughs) and I was like, oh, I don't think that would be received in the same way. I do love how much my kids love Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Like Dr. Dre is like, he is way old. Yeah. 
Um, but all my kids think Snoop Dogg is awesome. And he's 51. And he's hilarious. He and Eminem are like the same no, age. No, he's 49 or something. Like, but Dr. Dre is 56. Like, yeah, Mary J. Blige out there at 51. What in the world? They are anyway. amazing. Um, I did like the the stage and all that other it stuff. Was it was fun. It was good. It was fun. All right. Okay, what's nice? Dolly Parton is going to pay for everyone to go to college. Thank God, because <laughs> I don't want to debate about it anymore. No. Dollywood Parks and Resorts will now cover 100% of tuitions, fees, and books for any employee who wants to go to college. This applies to all employees, whether they're seasonal, part-time, or full-time. I love it. Are this woman, I'm here for that. First, because I love, like... And it's like, if you want to go to college, we will pay for it. Not right. like we're making you all go. Right. But I love so many of the things that this woman does. Like she's crazy generous. Yeah. The books that go out to little kids. Now this, like education is a big Did, tenant for her. And I love it. We've talked about Dolly before because we love didn't her. Didn't she have like an ad or something? Or maybe it was attained to this. And she's like, if I see a problem, I try to fix it. Yeah. I was like, and I, I love that. Great. So kudos to you. And um, this is cool. So that's nice. I love it. What do you have? What do I have? I have, what would it, oh, right. Okay. San Francisco, did you see this at no. all? No. So a San Francisco man um, <laughs> is making new friends by making pancakes. I so, love pancakes. Yeah. So uh, this guy, uh, Curtis Kimball, apparently like about a year and a half ago, so in the teeth of the pandemic, moved to San Francisco. Okay. Um, and recently his wife was like, you're getting kind of weird. You need it. You need some friends. <laughs> Uh, and so he decided to host a pancake like cookout at the end of his driveway. I love this so much. It's the best. So he like, so he's done it twice now. So he did it once in January and once in February, Uh but he like made flyers and put them out and like told people like come to my house for pancakes and they set up a whole thing and like 300 people showed up for pancakes. Oh my word. Yeah. It's awesome. Uh, and wow. he he's he quoted in here. He goes, when asked why pancakes, Kimball said his reasoning was simple. Even if you don't like to eat pancakes, you like the idea of them. <laughs> Being so around true. pancakes makes you feel good, even if you're not eating them. <laughs> so true. Yeah. So true, Curtis. It was awesome. That so is so great. I thought that was great. I think we should have more of this. He, he later says that his ultimate goal is to start a national neighborhood pancake day. I am here for that. This. I'm here for that. Let's yeah. pull out our griddles and do a pancake party. The cool thing is because the article is actually pretty in depth, and they interviewed a bunch of people. Okay, and they had all kinds of different age brackets, and everybody was like, "Yeah, we thought it was like fun, but really their motivator was we just want to be with people and like yeah. we want to make connections, and, which is exactly what he was trying to do." So, so did he make some friends? Like, do yeah, you think apparently there's some actual, yeah, like hopefully the neighbors he made some brought, actual connections. He made the pancakes and then some of his other neighbors would bring, like brought other coffee and other things like that. So. I love this. Yeah. Let's so do it. Let's, are we going to have our own pancake yep, day? Yep, we're going to. Maybe we should reach out to Mr. Kendall and, and yeah. see if we, if we should get him on here and have him pick the day. When is the National Pancake we're gonna Day? We're going to do it with you. Please not in the winter. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm, mm-hmm. We can't do that. No. So maybe At least May. April. May. Yeah. May. Okay. That'd be good. Okay. That's nice. That's nice. nice. Well, there you have it. Another episode of Flyover Logic. This is Mike and Tammy saying that even if you don't have time to land here, we're glad you found time to listen. 